Welcome back for another episode of World Football Talk brought to you by Ryan DiLorenzo in the house once again. Glad to be back, glad to be back. Sorry I didn't get that much coverage on the last weekend's games. Um, Just a little busy, but I won't dive too much into the games that happened. Um, Also, since we've been recording this pod... um, Also... Since we have left off Napoli, crowned champions of the Serie A. Good to see from this Italian squad. Italy, man. Italy is, you know, people are going to say what they want about Italy and the tactics and the teams that exist in there. You know, Juventus hit with a 16-point ban, now in third place in Serie A. So, uh, not only do you have them rising up, you have Napoli, who lost to AC Milan in the quarterfinals. So AC Milan, an, an Italian team in the semifinals of the Champions League. And then you also have Inter Milan in the semifinals of the Champions League. You have Roma in the semifinals of the Europa League. And you have Juventus in the semifinals of the Europa League. And you have Tora. Uh, Finatori in the semifinals of the Europa Conference League. I mean, this Serie A, man, they, they, this this league is full of teams with talent. They they make it far in European tournaments. I think, you know, they've been getting a lot of, not as much eyes as they really deserve. And it's, well, it's coming down to the end, too. I mean, in that league, top four, so many teams battling right now for this fourth place. Uh, section to make it into Champions League, Champions League qualification. You have English Premier League teams battling for top four, top six, top seven placements. A huge relegation battle going on. Uh, you have La Liga. This could be a weekend if Real Madrid drop points, if Atletico Madrid don't win this upcoming weekend. Barcelona will automatically clinch La Liga, but let's say that doesn't happen and you know they win or they get the points uh, Barcelona if they they win their next game they win La Liga man and PSG you know League One pretty much running away with it there Lens with a uh, win today I believe puts themselves in Champions League qualification it's it's every league is coming down to a button to a, a tight, tight finish. Very enjoyable for the fans. Bundesliga. We have Bayern Munich up a point over Borussia Dortmund. They play this weekend. Pretty intense games going on. Teams battling for relegation in that league as well. We'll see what happens. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. But just to kick it off, I won't go into last weekend's games, even though there were some amazing games. Uh, Chelsea would have dub. It's been a long time. Frank Lampard hasn't had a win since coming in. But they might have won one game. I'm not too positive on that. I know uh, they've been struggling. They've been on the struggle bus. And, you know, great win for Chelsea to pull it off against Dortmund. City struggle against Leeds, but they still come out with a win. Um, Manchester City, that is. Tottenham with a big London win against Crystal Palace. Wolves with a win against Villa. Liverpool, big win against Brentford. Arsenal go on the road, defeat Newcastle. West Ham defeat Manchester United. Really hurts Manchester United's 
Champions League qualification uh, hopes. Hopefully they could pull off a win this week. We'll, we'll discuss later about their next matchup. Uh, Fulham, what a crazy, crazy game against uh, Leicester. Win that game 5-3, to three, crazy goal fest. And then also on that day, Monday, May 8th, Everton on the road in the Amex Express Stadium taking on Brighton and Hope Albion. Win this game 5-1. to one. Dwight McNeil with a beautiful game. Decorah with, with a brace. Dwight McNeil with a brace. Uh, it was just crazy, man. Crazy game. And Nottingham Forest with a 4-3 win against Southampton. Awani with, two, uh, with, a go, uh, with a brace. Morgan Morgan Gibbs-White gets on the sheet as well. Same with Danalo. I mean, guys, this is... Guys and girls, this is what we're looking forward to. Three more weeks of European football. Not to disinclude um, domestic cups, FA Cup finals coming up. Champions League final will be coming up soon. We have a big, big week of second leg qualification uh, of second leg semifinal games between Real Madrid, Man City, and Inter uh, Inter Milan versus AC Milan, as well as uh, some really big Europa League games. Uh, Juventus taking on Seville, Seville, and um, Bayern Leverkusen taking on Roma. So. It, Exciting stuff coming up, man. It's going to be over before you know it. Just like the World Cup. Before you knew it, the World Cup was over. And, you know, it didn't seem that long ago. It still it still seems like it was uh, a decent time ago right now. But it was only in December. We were, we were watching these games. Waking up at 4 a.m. on uh, guitar um, time, you know. Feeling like. You know, I was up at 4 a.m. watching these games, pretending like, oh, that was my 9, 10 a.m. Um, ritual waking up at that time. Crazy stuff, though. But uh, just to go over the Champions League games and the Europa League games. Crazy game. Real Madrid hosts Manchester City in a huge, huge, very pinnacle game. Real Madrid missing Militao. And, you know, they didn't think they were going to have Modric. He wound up being healthy to play. Good stuff. And, you know, Man City. Man City doing their classic thing. Dominating possession. Working the ball around the field. Finding opportunities. Finding shots on target. Uh, uh, Courtois playing an amazing role in this Real Madrid side. And, you know, he stopped a lot of goals. And and then it led to a Vinicius Jr. uh, counterattack. Assisted by um, Eduardo Camavinga. I mean, Camavinga goes box to box. Plays in Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. takes one of the best shots I've ever seen him take in such a clinical moment. And he puts them up 1-0. And uh, before you knew it, second half, Kevin De Bruyne. uh, You know, it was a very controversial call because ball might have went out of bounds. Grealish saves it from going out. And it gets played around. Real Madrid lose the ball again. Uh, Gundogan finds... Kevin De Bruyne at the top of the box. Kevin De Bruyne, I think it was like his third shot on target this game. But this one was a beaut. I mean, leaves his feet. Rips it as hard as he can with his right boot. Goes right past Courtois. No no problem for um, for Kevin De Bruyne to put that away. Courtois, a little heavy on his feet. But I mean, a ball moving that fast from Kevin De Bruyne. Insane. Kevin De Bruyne. This is three consecutive semifinal goals 
for Kevin De Bruyne. Manchester City have been in three consecutive semifinals, and he scored in every single one so far. It's great to see. I can't wait for the second leg coming up next week on Wednesday. But to move on, AC Milan took on Inter Milan. And wow, what a game this was as well. AC Milan, you know, coming off high edge, taking on Napoli, beating them. Hurrah, you know, hosting. They both play in the San Siro. It's an intense game, huge rivalry. Inter Inter Milan being the um, predecessors to AC Milan, almost like the second team when it was first developed, the organization. And, you know, Inter Milan just took it to him, man. I mean, no Rafael Liao. And it really hurt AC Milan not having him. And early into the game, not that he has a defensive prowess, but they definitely have a better counterattack team when he's playing. So it just wasn't there for them. You could see it. They were lackluster going forward. Leads up to a, leads to a, a lot of built-up pressure. Inter Milan get a corner kick and a beautiful goal by Eddie Ndjeko, the Bosnian. And, uh, you know, just beautiful corner kick. Gets his boot around his defender that's covering him. Finishes it right past the keeper. Just a beautiful goal. And not too long after, um, three minutes after actually, Henrik Mkhitaryan, um, Armenian legend. I would say he's an Armenian legend. And... Uh, Beautiful, you know, uh, he makes his run through the middle. He gets found by um, DeMarco and, man, just slices it home right down the middle, uh, right over the goalie's shoulder. That makes it a 2-0 game in the 11th minute, and honestly, there was really not much going to that moment. Uh, I mean, after that moment, there really not much went on. A couple good shots from Inter hitting the post, but in all, all in all, um, AC Milan just could not live up to the hype. And without one of their best players, without Zlatan, without uh, Rafael Liao, it, you know, hopefully they're back for this next matchup on Tuesday. But it was a really good game. It was a really good game. And it was enjoyable to watch. You know, we'll, we'll see who makes it into the final. It's really, really exciting stuff. And then on the uh, back end on uh, Thursday... Um, yesterday, we're recording this on um, Friday, May 12th, um, but on Thursday, yesterday, Juventus took on Seville, um, goal gets opened up, game gets opened up pretty early, 26th minute, Ensonare, what a class goal, um, gets played across the box, just takes a touch, puts it right, right past the goalkeeper, very clinical, and uh you know, Juventus are looking, they, you know, they're playing good, they're not playing bad, Pogba makes an appearance, and, you know, they start moving it better, they, they're, they're finding opportunities, a lot of fouls going on, a lot of yellow cards, I think both teams have to be concerned about these next matches moving forward, um, this next match moving forward, make sure whoever comes out victorious, they're not missing their main players due to, uh, yellow card accumulation, um, suspension, so, but, uh, you know, this game's going on. It's a little late. They get a corner kick. Uh, Juventus gets a corner kick in the 96th minute. Six minutes added on. Gets sent into the box. Hit back post to Pogba. And then Pogba sends it through the box, across the box, to Federico Gatti. And scores in the 97th minute. Juventus goes wild. And they enter. They go into this next leg. 1-1. And, like you know, for all those who know, 
we do not have a away goal policy anymore. So this is a tied game. This is a tied game. This next game ends zero zero. They're going extra time. So we'll we'll see. We'll you know this is going to be an intense game as well. Thursday night matchup, uh, three p.m. for our time, but for them night, it, it's going to be intense. It's going to be a very intense game. And uh, on the other side, Roma taking on Leverkusen. You know, Leverkusen missing a couple guys. Roma playing good, pretty much in form. Struggling in uh, Serie A competition right now, sitting, I believe, 7th or 8th. But in Europa League, they've just been killing it. They've been playing really good ball. And uh, in the 63rd minute, Bove, just a uh, beautiful goal. Tommy Abraham gets the ball. He, he tries to... Uh, Take a touch and shoot on target, which he does. Goalie hits it, but hits right out to um, Bove, Edward Bove, and he puts it away for the one nothing win for Roma in the 63rd minute. Good stuff. I mean, this is gonna be, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, you know Juventus puts up a good game against Seville and come out victorious and. You know, if Roma take care of business here, we we might see a Juventus-Roma Europa League final. And for Champions League, you know, Real Madrid, I think, I think Real Madrid need to come out victorious in normal time. Maybe they could pull off one of their classic late-minute wins. It would be unbelievable. And they can knock off City. But City, man, they... It's possible. City at home, you know, I, I think they're currently on a 10-game win streak at home. Uh, they, it's It doesn't look like they're going to drop a loss there. And, you know, if they do draw and they go into extra time, who knows? Who knows what goes on? So, I don't really know who's going to win that matchup for the Inter-AC Milan matchup. I think, uh, I think Inter will go through. I think AC Milan, if... Rafael Liao's back and can cause some havoc. Good. But at the same time, um, two goals down. They're going to need a lot of help. And we might be seeing Inter into the final. But moving on to uh, this weekend. This weekend, man. Let me tell you. Some amazing games. Some critical games that can determine, you know, whether you make your Europe Bowl or not, whether you're playing in these European competitions that every European team wants to be playing in. So, to start off, Leeds, Leeds United battling on the brink of rele- relegation right now, sitting in 19th place. They're going to be taking on Newcastle, who, like I said, Newcastle third place, currently only a point above Manchester United. And... You know, Liverpool's at their backs. Brighton's at their backs with a couple games at hand. Um, you know, uh, Brentford is kind of there. Aston Villa's kind of there. Tottenham's kind of battling. It's going to be end of season, man. It, this is where it all starts sparking up, where all interest, where all eyes come to play. Everyone wants to watch. So, in this game, um, I think, you know, new Leeds head coach, He's going to want, you know, they play a good game against Manchester City. And they only lose that game 2-1. to one. I think second half defensively, they played great. They shut down a lot of Manchester City's attacking. And that's not an easy task to do. 
So to come out of that game with a 2-1 loss, heads held high. And Newcastle were at home. They lose to Arsenal 2-0, which was you know, huge for Arsenal historically. Uh, they don't technically they don't they don't seem to go to Newcastle a lot and take home points. So a huge two nothing win, Odegaard. Odegaard and uh, I think it was an own goal um, for the second goal, but just really intense. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, Fabian share own goal. Um, but Newcastle, man, I mean, you still can't doubt the things they've accomplished this season, where they're standing at this season, the games that they've won, and by the margins they've won. I think Leeds has a good game. I think they do hold it a tight contest, but I think Newcastle are going to be coming out with this win. Two to one. Um, I'm hoping a goal from Joe Linton, maybe an Alexander Isaac goal. Um, if Miggy, if Miggy uh, Miguel Alboron could get back onto the score sheets, man, I think it would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun for the kid. You know, he's been missing it and started off really strong this season. I, I hope he can keep it up. I think Newcastle, attacking wise, have a better chance to be putting goals away. Leeds, on the other hand, they could be dangerous on the break. So don't sleep on them, um, but I, I I have Newcastle winning this game. Um, to turn over to Bundesliga real quick, Bayern Munich taking on Schalke. Uh, Bayern Munich, as I said, first place right now, a point above Borussia Dortmund. I believe they have three games left. Schalke in 15th place, a couple points above relegation zone. They want to stay up. Bayern Munich with a... Two games in a row now, big wins. I think they are going to win this game. I think they win this game 2-1. Uh, I think Shaka gives them a, a run for their money. But I think at the end with, you know, Musiala, uh, maybe if Thomas Muller is in there, they just have a solid squad. They're missing a couple people. Uh, you know, Alfonso Davis, of course, Manuel Neuer, Upacombo. Uh, so... There are people missing in this Bayern squad that will hurt them. Um, it's gonna, you know, it's tough to replace them, but they, you know, they're on a eleventh, eleventh consecutive Bundesliga title race right now, and I don't, I don't see them dropping. I, I know they have a tough uh, Le- Red Bull Leipzig game coming up. We'll see about that. I'll be talking about that in a couple weeks, but uh, I don't, I think they take it against Schalke, um, a two-one win in my opinion. Also on the day for Premier League, Aston Villa taking on Tottenham Hotspurs. Tough loss for Aston Villa against Wolves, 1-0 loss. Tottenham, on the other hand, 1-0 win against Crystal Palace. This is a toss-up. I, I don't really know. I think if Tottenham can play a good offensive game, they could win this game. Aston Villa kind of falling out of form, but by the likes of, you know, Ali Watkins and Buendia and John McGinn, they do have a solid squad. I mean, you know, D- uh, Douglas Luiz, they have a solid team. And, uh, you know, Tyrone Mings could have possibly had an equalizer in their game against the Wolves. But like I said time and time again, playing the Wolves in the Molyneux Stadium is not easy. They get loud. It's an intense environment. They're very good defensively. Jose Sa is unbelievable just stops so many goals so you know tough 
lost to Villa. Um, good win from Tottenham last week. I have this game ending, though, as a 1-1 draw. I think they both get on the score sheet. I think, uh, you know, if Tottenham were to win, I think they need to win 1-0. Uh, you know, maybe 2-1 if Harry Kane and Huming Song can get on the score sheet. Maybe Hobierg. Hobierg had a couple opportunities against Crystal Palace to put it away. Couldn't do so. So maybe he does it this week. We shall see. Um, should be a good game. I wouldn't put the house on any of on, on that bet. But 1-1 draw is my uh, prediction. And uh, also on the day, on Saturday, tomorrow, we have Chelsea hosting Nottingham Forest. Now, Nottingham Forest coming off a crazy 4-3 victory against Southampton at home. It was very, you know, it was tighter than they wanted it to be, definitely. But it, they just showed, they just showcased how penetrable they are on the counter-attack. And Chelsea, a, a team that is praised, well, used to be praised, but I, I would say still this season they have a good defensive um, a lineup. You know, um, Thiago Silva, they had, um, he's actually one of their other defenders, uh, one of their new signings, he scores uh, um, Bashile, um, Benite Bashile, scores a goal against Bournemouth. So they do, you know, their their defensive team is good. Cucurello out with an injury. So is um, Ben White. No, not Ben White. So is uh, Ben Chilwell. Not Ben White. Ben Chilwell. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I think Nottingham, brink of relegation right now. You know, fighting to stay up. Fighting for those extra points to just keep them above. Every week they're going to be looking to fight. Chelsea, on the other hand... All they're really fighting for is to be in the top 10. You know, sitting 11th place right now. Not probably one of the worst places they've ever been in recent time. Um, but I I think this game finishes 1-1. I think they both get a goal. You know, Joao Felix has the uh, capability to be scoring. Conor Gallagher has been scoring a decent amount. And... Uh, you know, Awani for Nottingham Forest has been playing really good. Morgan Gibbs-White has been playing amazing. Uh, Brandon Johnson could be, you know, get a goal in this game. Honestly, like, I want to give Nottingham the, the nod and say, yeah, they're going to beat Chelsea. But you just don't know. You just don't know these days. They have a bad away record. Um, Chelsea also with a not great home uh, record. So it's a toss-up. It really is a toss-up game. Um, I like Nottingham. I like Nottingham Forest better to win the game, but I'm going to give them the 1-1 draw, play it safe, my opinion. But also on Saturday, Crystal Palace hosting Bournemouth. Uh, Palace losing to Tottenham, Bournemouth losing to Chelsea. Both pretty, uh, both sitting pretty right now on the table. Uh, not, not really in the relegation battle. So, a lot of pressure taken off there. You still want the points, though, to just to secure yourself even further. I think this is a game that ends in a draw. You know, I, you know, just my opinion. I, it, these are tough games to pick. These are tough games to say, oh, this team's going to win. You know, the, the, these teams are tightly contested. It could be 0-0. I think it's going to be a 1-1 game. You know, maybe uh, Eze or... Uh, you know, uh, Zaha, 
gets on the score sheet, maybe for Burmuth, Philip Billings, Dominic Solanke. You know, uh, they're missing a couple key players, but uh, it's it's possible. It's it's possible for I think Palace to take this dub. I think they could take it at home, get like a one nothing win. But I just think uh, I think Burmuth can get on the score sheet. So one one draw, in my opinion. Uh, also on the day, United taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wolves pulling off an amazing win against um, Ashton Villa, one nothing win, and United losing to West Ham, really putting themselves in a tough, tough situation to qualify for Champions League. So, you know, they have the game at hand. United, I think they could take care of business. You know, there's talks that Varane's healthy, so that if you know if Varane's healthy, Luke Shaw now can play his predominant left wing, uh, left left back role where he acts as another winger moving forward adds such another dynamic whereas like when he was doing that playing center back you're asking Diego Dalla to come in and play uh, a center back role to cover for Luke Shaw if he did make those runs so it'd be nice Maguire I mean um, Lindelof and Varane in the back Wambasaka Shaw out wide um, Marcus Rashford is supposedly not going to be healthy for this game. Maybe not for the rest of the season. They're saying that could be a tough loss. You know, I think you would have to start with Martial up top, Sancho, Antony, Bruno, Casemiro, Eriksson in the middle. Um, that probably should be the starting lineup. But this is a tough Wolves game that we're playing against. Uh, they, you know, they don't take no for an answer. They play well. I think. I think United squeeze by with a one nothing win, like they did earlier this season in the Molyneux. Uh, with no Rashford, it's going to be tough to even get on the score sheet. I'm hoping Sancho steps up, scores a goal for the boys. That's my my hope. Um, either Sancho or uh, a Casemiro goal would be amazing for his confidence. Uh, a Bruno goal would be amazing for his confidence. Anthony, any anyone really, uh, it would help tremendously i mean we haven't united haven't scored a goal now in two consecutive premier league games lost to west ham one nothing lost to brighton one nothing so you know struggling struggling out here well uh, they need some points they need some goals but one nothing win in my opinion for manchester united also on the day southampton taking on fulham last place southampton taking on 10th place fulham uh you know fulham crazy crazy game against Leicester, they they batter him, beat him five to three. Uh, great goals from Willian, great goals from Vinicius. Tom Carey, uh, Canary played great, uh, and I think uh, Mitrovic is back. You know, if you you're playing fantasy uh, Premier League, you know, check him out, see if he's still available. I think he's gonna have a great game. I think uh, I think Fulham win this game two to one. Maybe goals from um, from Mitrovic. Maybe a goal from Willian or, or Tom uh, Kearney. It should be interesting. It's going to be an interesting game. Southampton, they, you know, at this point, they're eight points above, I mean, below even getting out of, out of relegation zone. I don't think they could pull it off. Even at home, I think they're, uh, they're stuck in a rut. And I think after 11 seasons in the Premier League, this will be the exiting of Southampton, and they will probably finish last place. 
So, hopefully a big game from Fulham should be a uh, really good game. Hopefully a 2-1 game, maybe a 3-1 game. Who knows? Let's uh, let's keep scoring, Fulham. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, huge game championship, EFL championship playoffs are here, baby. We are going to see on Saturday, Sunderland taking on Luton Town. Uh, Luton Town finished third, so they're the highest, you know, highest playoff team. They take on the lowest playoff team. Sunderland had to beat Preston North End to make it in. They win three nothing. They also needed a poor result from Millwall against Blackburn. They wound up winning three nil. Millwall winds up losing three to two against Blackburn. Puts them through. On 69 points. Um, They tied point wise with Blackburn. But goal differential wise. They go through. Should be an excellent game. I mean I don't know. I'm going to be watching it. I don't know much about the teams. I know Luton Town is. The the stadium that they have is crazy. I know that if they were to make it into the Premier League. They would have to spend like 10 million dollars. To improve their facility. So it could fit the requirements of a Premier League team. So, just cool stories behind both teams, to be honest. I mean, Sunderland, uh, I don't remember the last time they were in the Premier League. It's probably, it's been a couple years. Uh, I know they have one player of interest of mine, a low knee from Manchester United, Ahmad Diallo. One um, young player of the year. If not for Sunderland, it might be the whole championship. I'm not too positive, but what a season he's having. Uh, Whenever they had a call on him to beckon his call, He's been there to answer. Been playing great. Don't know much about Luton Town, but should be an amazing game. I can't wait to watch it. I'm very excited. You know, um, EFL Championship playoffs are always a great time. Always, it's like some of the most watched games throughout the whole world. So, should be fun. And then to end Saturday, Dortmund taking on Borussia Mogblock in a game that is huge, uh, especially if Bayern Munich win their game against Schalke, they, uh, Borussia Dortmund need to win this game. So I have Borussia Dortmund winning 2-1 in this game. Uh, they, they, they're coming off a 6-0 win the other day. I think uh, I think they have this, and I think uh, it's really going to come down to these last couple games to determine if they can uh, catch up or, or if Bayern Munich could drop points. Well, we shall see. Sunday, great day, great day for some footy. Uh, Brentford taking on West Ham. Brentford with a tough loss to Liverpool. West Ham with a big win against Manchester United and then a big win in the Europa Conference League against uh, semifinals against Aza Akmar, I think it's called, some uh, Netherlands team right now uh, fighting for top spot in the Dutch league. Um, I think they're currently sitting third, maybe a couple points back from first, but definitely fighting for qualification for Europe ball. Again, uh, should be an interesting matchup uh, uh, move for their next leg. But for this current weekend for Sunday, Brentford taking on West Ham, you know, uh, Brentford's a team that can score four goals. West Ham, they're a team that can let up four goals. Currently speaking, West Ham have been playing really well within the last couple weeks. 
maybe not the whole month, but within the last couple of weeks, been playing good football, man. And uh, Brentford, on the other hand, have kind of been dropping. Kind of been dropping big games, playing decent opponents now. And, uh, you know, they they beat Liverpool earlier in the season, lost to them now. So it kind of all pans out at the end. I think it was a, a huge win for uh, Liverpool's sake to keep them up and floating. We'll see. I mean, I have this game pegged to be a 1-1 draw. Maybe it's going to be a 2-2 draw. I can maybe give the edge to Brentford because they're home. But that's about it. I, you know, there's great players on both ends of this, of this, uh, of both teams. Maybe Mikolo Antonio might not be healthy. So that could be a huge, huge letdown for West Ham. But we'll see. I mean, from, from what, uh, David Moyes was saying, he said he, he's good. He looks good. So we shall see. Should be a good game. That's, uh, early on Sunday. Also on Sunday, Everton. Uh, taking on Manchester City, Everton right now, 17th place, battling up uh, two points, I believe, on Leeds and Leicester, who were uh, in 18th and 19th, respectfully. They uh, they have a big win away at Brighton, win 5-1, huge, huge win, and uh, City struggle against Leeds, 2-1 win against Leeds. So they come into this game, uh, you know, if Dwight McNeil is playing well, if DeCore is playing well, uh, if Awobi is playing well, you know, Pickford was had some really good saves against uh, Brighton. This could be a tough, tough game for City. Uh, earlier in the season, City drew against Everton. Uh, it was a really good goal from Damari Gray. Uh, excellent, excellent performance. From um, Everton that game. They scored pretty late. I think it was like late 80th minute or something like that. They tie it 1-1. But this is a new city. And City are currently battling to win this Premier League title. So I think they're going to win it. I think they're going to win 2-1. I would love. There would be nothing more in this world I would love than for Everton to sneak points away from Manchester City. I just don't know if it's possible for them. But we'll see. Uh, a 2-2 draw would be huge. You know, especially um, you know, Arsenal play on Sunday as well. They take on Brighton. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I think 2-1 City. I think Colin might get on the score sheet again. They might be sitting Jack Grealish um for this upcoming Champions League game on Wednesday, so maybe Phil Foden gets in and he gets on the score sheet. We'll see. Uh, they might give Kevin De Bruyne a break. It really depends what the lineup is. You know, Nathan Ake su- supposedly might be out for the rest of the season. Pep says that he's looking better than he did from his early injury against Leeds. But who knows? Uh, if he's not healthy to play this game, I don't see them rushing to put him in. Meanwhile, they have a big Champions League second leg coming up. So... 2-1 City, in my opinion. Let's go Everton, though. Let's go, you Toffees. Come on. Get the dub. Get the dub. Make this a fun ending of the season, please. Please. But uh, also on Sunday, Arsenal taking on Brighton. As I said, Brighton lost 5-1 at home to Everton. Arsenal beat Newcastle 2-1. to 
I think this game ends 2-1 Arsenal. I think Odegaard is 2-on fire right now for any team to handle. I think um, I think Saka is playing out of his mind. I think uh, I think defensively, you know, they're missing Saliba, but I think Gabrielle's been playing great. Mar- Martinelli's been dude. Martinelli's been playing great. Ramsdale might be the unsung hero for this team. Might be he might be the MVP uh, of the year. Maybe the uh, maybe just Arsenal squad. But if they if Arsenal come back and win this league somehow some way, he might be the MVP of the year. The saves he makes. It's just unbelievable. The saves he was making against Newcastle, unbelievable. All season long. So, I think they hold Brighton. Brighton been struggling in front of net. You know, a couple great goal uh, shots by Brighton players. You know, Evan Ferguson, Matomo. But they're just not finding that cutting edge. They're not finding what they, they were finding back in the day. You know, Solly March uh, gets a big hamstring injury against Everton. So, he's not going to be available Pascal Gross is probably going to be in the mix, who has been playing well. Um, maybe Danny Welbeck takes a seat on the burner to let Evan Ferguson maybe potentially get another goal for the season. So I hope Brighton finds some some kick, some little firepower back in their game. You know, I, I, I want Matoma to have a great season, end of the season. I want McAllister to have a great end of the season. But it's just not looking like it. It looks like they're in a rut. They're in a goal drought right now. They're having trouble putting the ball in, finding the extra man, um, putting shots in places where the goalie can't save it. You know, kind of just giving them too easy of saves at times. So I think Arsenal handle business. I think they come in, especially with the potential title champions, contenders. I don't see them dropping this game. I think it's a 2-1 win Arsenal. Come on, Gunners, do it. And then also on Sunday, uh, we have uh, Coventry taking on Middlesbrough in the other side of the championship, EFL championship, first leg playoffs. Should be a good game. They actually had to play each other before this game. Um, They had to play each other on the last day on Monday. They wound up tying 1-1. Coventry finishes fifth in the league. Middlesbrough finishes fourth. Nothing changed between them. I give the edge to Coventry. I think they're going to win this game 1-0, being at home. That extra energy. You know, um, they've been having really great run of form recently. And, uh, you know, Michael Carrick, coach of Middlesbrough, been doing a great job. A couple injured players that might halt them a little bit from really expanding and showcasing their ability to come back into the Premier League. So, I think Coventry win this game 1-0, and then I think the following week they would play. Who knows what happens with that game? Maybe Middlesbrough, you know, only being down a goal. No longer, it, there's no longer an away goal rule. Man, oh man, this could be an interesting second leg for these two. But, other than that, Leicester City, Liverpool on Monday ends our match week. I will be talking, uh, be doing another episode on Monday, getting you guys ready for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday again. But for this Leicester City taking on Liverpool game, I mean, Liverpool unbeaten in five games, on win streak in five games, not even like a draw. 
straight wins, five games. Leicester City, 18th place. Oh, they're they're on the struggle bus. Yeah, losing bad to Fulham. Bad. It, it's not looking pretty. And uh, I don't know who they have the rest of their matchups coming up. But it should be a great end to their season. And, uh, you know, it's do or die. It's do or die time. But I have uh, Liverpool winning this game 2-1 to one on the road. I think they take care of business. Jamie Vardy might get on the stat sheet. Mo Salah, though, probably will be on the stat sheet. Hopefully, hopefully Gody Gakpo could uh, get on there as well. I would love that. Maybe um, Diego Jota. But should be a great game. Monday, uh, 3 p.m. for us. Monday night game for them. Can't wait. Can't wait. Should be a great weekend of football. And before you know it, everyone, it's all going to be over. And mainly the MLS uh, Women's World Cup, Gold Cup this summer. It's going to be a fun summer. Uh, and can't wait for August, man. Well, once the season's over, August is always, you know, fun. It's going to be fun to see all these teams playing, uh, coming back, playing. And, uh, who's going to be cream of the crop next season. So as always, everyone, thank you for listening. It's been real world football talk coming at you. Ryan DiLorenzo. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Peace out.